settle down in your armchair. Blandy's back for the Whistleblowers podcast with Brendan Bowers. It's 100% the sport you love. And welcome to the Whistleblowers. It is our weekly podcast on all things sport where we chat about what's been happening with Aussie sports people and teams overseas while catching up on our national and local sports too. And each week we feature a local sports person or administrator so we dig a little deeper into what they've been up to and what's happening in sport locally. Brendan Bowers from FC Sports Media. G'day. G'day, mate. How are you? Good. You're smiling. We'll get to uh, to the reason for that, uh, no doubt, pretty soon. But uh, another busy week in sport. And, of course, Formula One. Formula One, yes. Another great Monaco. Or do you say Monaco or Monaco? I'm a Monaco <sighs> man sometimes. Yeah, Monaco. I, I don't know. Uh, Monaco. Monaco, I think. Because I did go there many moons ago. Yeah, me too. I, I think I said to... Monaco. I'd love to see a Grand Prix there. It would be quite the spectacle, but be very expensive Grand Prix. Too. Yes, yes. Well, it's high on the hill, isn't it? It's a, it's an interesting place. It's only small. It is only small, and the cars these days are not really built for it. No, and uh, gee, there's some coin there, though, just quietly. Yeah, yes. absolutely. But congratulations anyway. to Max Verstappen, who took a stranglehold on the title with a win. Oscar Piastri, our little Australian, bagged a second career points finish on the streets of Monaco. After, you know, passing a couple of people late to get into 10th position, so yeah, well done. wasn't a bad effort. Yeah. It was, and the Dutchman held uh, Mr. Verstappen. It's his 39th Grand Prix victory, so well done. He's not a bad driver. I think he knows a little bit about what he's doing there. I also think he has a very good car. Uh, yes, well, that helps, but you've got to know what you're doing in that car, don't you? Indy 500, what's been happening there? Well, Joseph Newgarden, the two-time IndyCar Series champion, claimed the Indy 500 crown on the weekend at the Brickyard. Uh, great spectacle of racing with a packed crowd. From Tennessee, he is. He earned his spot on the Borg Warner Trophy and in racing immortality in his 12th career 500 start, extending Team Penske, who also sponsor and support Dick Johnson Racing. That's mm-hmm. their 19th victory in the race. Okay. Uh, should mention, too, uh, while I think about it, congratulations, Miami Heat. They're through to the finals of the NBA after fe- defeating the Boston Celtics eventually. How would you feel as a oh. Boston Celtics fan? You're down 3-0 thinking, it's all over. Yep. Oh, well, let's... Get up to 3-all. And then go home to Boston to play the, the Game 7 and play terribly. Yeah, they got pantsed. Uh, it only happened today. We're recording this on a Tuesday. So uh, they'll go on to play Denver. Is that right? Yeah, first time Denver Nuggets are in the uh, finals and uh, with Mr. Jokic or Jokic leading the way, mm-hmm. I think the Denver Nuggets may win their first championship. Okay, all right then. Football to Sam Kerr, our very own Sam. She's done it again. Oh, you know, how could a 3-0 win over the weekend, scoring two times to take home the WSL trophy. Now that is the... Uh, it's the top trophy, yeah. the women's trophy yeah. in, the, in the English Premier yeah. League. Yeah, it's like winning the Premier League for the women. It is. Yeah. You know, it's been a big couple of days. There's really only one trophy she's missing now, or two, the Ballon d'Or mm. and the World Cup, and maybe that's a chance this year. <laughs> yes, well, we'll uh, keep our fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, she is an amazing player, and uh, gee, I'm glad she plays for Australia. <laughs> Mm. Me too. Yes, indeed. All right, then uh, we move a little closer to home, do we not? AFL results over the weekend. Do I want to talk about it? Of course uh, you do. Well, we'll start off. St Kilda succumbing to uh, Hawthorne, so uh, I would suggest St Kilda's chances of being serious this year, if they can't beat Hawthorne, go out the window there and then. They were oh. awful. They were awful. Oh, look, don't be too hard on them. There's a lot, lot of football left. You don't win championships in, mate. 
Well, you set up the wins, mate. But anyway, Sydney too, uh, too good for Carlton too, who are struggling at the moment. There's questions being asked there. Uh, Fremantle bouncing back uh, against the Demons. That was an important win for the Fremantle Dockers. Frio are just flying under the radar yes. a bit. They're just going along nicely. A bit like the GWS Giants. They had that big win over Geelong. Uh, well, when I say big win, it was only seven points. But just the fact they got the four, uh, vitally important for them. And uh, equally disturbing for the Cats, I think. The Gold Coast, uh, up against the Bullies, had a win too. So there were three games, perhaps, including the, or four, including the St Kilda game, you wouldn't have thought would have gone the way they did. No, and Gold Coast, who would think you'd be saying Gold Coast winning, you know, a few more games than normal? And then, of course, we had the Bombers uh, getting over the poor, luckless yeah, Eagles. Well, that was always going to happen. And the Richmond-Port came closer than I thought with uh, the Tigers getting within 10 points and, of course, Collingwood. Well, once again, it was only 35 points over North Melbourne. So uh, they're looking the goods, the Magpies. Yeah. And of course, the Crows were too strong for our Lions. They were disappointing, the uh, the Brisbane Lions. But the Crows, you know, I don't know. I don't know where they sit. They've had some big wins. They've had a couple of losses. So they're thereabouts. And they're a bit hot and cold. And there's a few teams in that code and in rugby league as well that are doing the same thing. Yeah. Just don't know what they're going to put out each week. No. Okay. Uh, this week, do we go to this week already? Or yeah, let's yeah, have a look. Why not? Melbourne take on Carlton. That's a Friday night uh, game, and well, the Blues will have to make a statement there if they want to uh, at least be taken serious this year. Port Adelaide Hawthorne. Who knows? After last yeah. week, the West Coast Collingwood. Yep. That'll okay. Be a massacre. Uh, yep. Bullies in Geelong will be a good game, and Gold Coast Adelaide, I think, a cracker on Saturday. And the Giants play Richmond, so there are some really good games this weekend. Uh, wrapping up on uh, Sunday with Essendon and North Melbourne, a couple of teams do have the bye. Yes. Look, I I think North may go all right against Essendon this week. Mm. I don't tip them to win, but I think it'll be closer than people give them. Yeah, you know, we'll be betting on. Okay. Uh, NRL, of course, uh, state of origin. As we record this, we don't know the result. Maybe we should have recorded two and then just inserted <laughs> insert here at the right time. Well, you know, with uh, usually it's Queensland have all the controversy with players injured or on their deathbed or in hospital. Mm, mm, mm. But this week it's all New South Wales. No Luttrell. Luttrell's out. Although he's going to play on the weekend. Yeah. What's all that about? I don't know. I just don't understand it. And, of course, Nathan Cleary's got an infected tooth. Oh, that's an absolute load of garbage. Man, an infected tooth. Ain't going to stop your play. You have it ripped out. Yeah, just pull it out and keep playing. That that is just a bit of a joke. Uh, So, yeah, all the best to the uh, the Queenslanders. As you're listening to this, uh, I hope and we hope they've had a win, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Let's go the mighty Maroons. Okay, over the weekend, though, it was the Dolphins too good. For the Dragons, the Eels over the Cowboys, uh, the Broncos just over the Warriors, oh, Brendan. How could that player hold that jersey? The, he scored the try and then it was pulled back. Oh. <laughs> As a coach, you'd be putting him in reserve, Greg. <laughs> uh, the Rabbits. Now, this was a surprise, I guess. So Ricky Stewart and the Raiders, 33-26 over the, uh, the Rabbits who have been going gangbusters. It was a great game, and, you know, again, we're talking about teams flying under the radar a bit and just going along nicely. I think mm. that's five or six for Canberra. Yep. They're going very, very well. But let's talk about their last game of the round. Oh, yes, the uh, the Knights uh, brings me to why he's smiling today, ladies and gents. They did have a win over the depleted Eagles, not to 
put too much of an emphasis hey. on that, Brendan. But uh, tw- uh, do you remember at the end of the year? You just remember two points. That's you do. All you need tw- to worry about twenty-eight, eighteen. Uh, a nice win for your Knights. Uh, could have been a lot more if Jackson Hastings could kick the goals. Oh uh, well, a win's a win. Stop your whinging. Now, <laughs> this coming weekend, Friday, it's the West Tigers taking on the Canberra Raiders, uh, you'd expect the uh, the Raiders to be too good there, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, on Saturday we have the Warriors and Dolphins, and that'll be a very interesting game. Both mm. teams are playing good footy. Titans and Rabbitohs, Titans will probably get out to a great lead and then fall in a screaming heap. Gee, that, that'd be a great coup for them if they can get over the top of the Rabbits this weekend. They need that, the, the poor old Titans, don't they? They certainly do. They've mm. got the talent, and they just got to hold it together for 80 mm. minutes. And then, of course, we've got the Sharks and the and the Cow, uh, the ponies, the the roosters and the dogs, the cowboys and the storm, and finishing up we have the panthers and St George. Yeah, I think the eels, the knights, and the uh, the eagles have a bye this weekend due to state of origin. As we move on to Super Netball, mate, uh, news that the uh, the magpies won't be there next year. Yes, the death the death march of the magpies continues uh, after. The club announced that they will not be fielding a team or handing back their licence and will not be fielding a team in 2024, which is very sad. And I think a club like Collingwood, they should have the ability to help them out a little bit. Well, you've you've got to wonder, it's got to be about money, doesn't it? Has to be. Yeah. Has to be. No other reason. But heads up to the girls. Uh, having that news, they still came out against the Lightning, went mm. down by four goals, but still it'd be pretty hard to play knowing that there's no future for you at that club. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Thunderbirds, 54, too good for the Fever, 53, the one solitary point there. Ouch. And the New South Wales Swifts over the uh, the Melbourne Vixens uh, by uh, 8, 70 mm-hmm. to 62 there in the final game. The Firebirds, too strong, 18 goals. Difference over the Giants. Okay, then. Uh, yeah, it is sad news that, uh, that they can't perhaps prop them up because you would think they would have the money, wouldn't you? You would, but this week they'll battle out again against the Thunderbirds, the Fever play the Lightning, Swifts are up against the Giants, and the Firebirds play the Vixens. Okay, uh, let's go to some local sport, mate. Uh, although it was a long weekend due to the Fraser Coast show, it didn't stop our local sporting teams from competing in the Wide Bay Cops. No, there was plenty of action in rugby league and football and AFL. And uh, first up, we'd like to have a chat about footy. And we had the FQPL men's and women's competitions continuing with games in Maribor and Bundy. The Across the Ways travelled to Doon Villa and were too strong, but beating the Magpies 4-0. Sunbury hosted the KSS Jets and keeping their top four hopes alive with a 3-0 victory. Caleb Parry, Tyson Bedford and Cody Burt scoring the goals for the Blues. And in Bundy, mate, Bingara defeated the Corinthians 8-zip while the Flames did it again. They won 1-0. Yes, they just keep on keeping on those Flames. Can't put them out. And in the women, the Flames just keep on keeping on, Brendan. They do. The women are on fire, as they say, pardon the pun, and have a very important game this weekend up in Townsville. Okay, and we're lucky enough to have the coach of the uh, the all-conquering Fraser Flames women's team with us, uh, and that is Dwayne McGuinness. Dwayne, g'day. Hello, hello. G'day, Dwayne. Okay, well, first off, congratulations on the season so far. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. It's uh, it's been obviously a good start to the the season, and um, we'll keep the the streak kind of going in that sense. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good to get uh, some different quality of uh, teams diverse too. So it's good to get out of the region and. and see where we're at uh, as a whole and uh, obviously doing really well so far with the eight teams left in 
this comp that we're tracking pretty well in. So we've, the girls are very excited. I'm very excited. We're all just keen to uh, see where it takes us. For those who don't know, you're heading up to Townsville this weekend to play in the Kappa Women's Super Cup, which is a statewide competition. Who are you up against? Uh, we're coming up against um, MA Olympic um, out of that uh, kind of Townsville area. So they're pretty much on the same kind of track as we are. They're, I'm pretty sure they're undefeated. Um, in their comp two from about nine games in um, and uh, obviously beating a few other teams in this Super Cup too. So that's uh, a couple of unbeaten, um, a pretty good run from them too. So obviously we're going to have our work cut out for us, but uh, we're very excited for the challenge, very excited to get away and represent the region, not only by, you know, club level and stuff too. We're excited to represent the wide bay. Yeah, it is a it is a big deal, uh, Dwayne. And as you suggested, it's good to get out there and play some some quality teams. Uh, are you going to do anything different against a team, you know, pretty much like yourself that you haven't done before? Um, well, in a sense, yes. Uh, it's good having that little bit of uh, video footage you can assess off off the team you're going up against through the um, obviously the live streams and stuff. But um, at the same time, we don't need to really change anything we're doing. Um, basically the lead up towards this game is just tweaking what we've been doing really, really well um, and trying to do it um, basically great. So on point in that sense, um, yeah, nothing nothing needs to change. We we do what we do fantastically. So we'll go in with and use our strengths and, and go forward with that. So you've had an unbeaten start to your season, but it, uh, you're on a quite a run that's a bit longer than just a season. Do you want to elaborate? <laughs> It is, it is. So not just this season so far, uh, as well as last season, um, but the season prior to that, I, I, I took a year off. But going back even further than that, I had an unbeaten run as well. So I've coached a few other games and stuff here and there, but I think it's up to about 40, 46 games unbeaten as a, as a coach. So. Wow, that, that is amazing. Is, is it harder to get up and stay motivated when you just keep on winning? You don't feel like you are being challenged? Oh, look, it, at some point, yeah, you, you, as coaches, as players and stuff involved in, in these particular things, you do get a little bit complacent. Um, but in that sense, there's always, you can never stop learning um, when it comes to, to sports or, or coaching. And in that sense, so that kind of gets me motivated. The girls are such a really good bunch of girls that I have at the moment. You can't kind of coach culture. You either have it or you don't. So mm-hmm. the girls kind of motivate themselves through relationships, connections and, and friendships on the field. So it's good in that way. So you're going up to Townsville to play this weekend. Uh, yep. Any plans after the game? Uh, I hear the mad cow. <laughs> possibility? The mad oh, cow. Look, yeah, yeah. The girls have already been speaking about it. Um, <laughs> They've um, mentioned the Mad Cows, mentioned a few other places and stuff here and there. So, oh, oh look, we're just going to take it all on board and enjoy it. We've been given an awesome opportunity uh, to go up to Townsville, so we'll use it as a little mini holiday. Flames on tour, we'll call it. Why don't you? Why not, mate? Make the most of it. Do what you need to do and have some fun at the same time. Tell me you're flying up there. Yeah, yeah, we're flying. So we'll head out. We'll fly out Saturday morning and fly back into Brisbane Sunday afternoon. So you've got to drive to Brisbane and then fly yep. to Townsville yep, and then fly back to Brisbane and then drive back. Yes, yes. So it's a big couple of days for the girls. I hope um, we're all getting our 
you know, our rest in and the girls are looking forward to it. So, um, it's a huge opportunity. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for most people. So, especially, if, you know, something, you know, the older boys like me have uh, seen their playing days and didn't get this lucky. So, um, in that sense, yeah, big big couple of days coming up for us, but uh, we're going to tackle it head on. Congratulations on your season so far. We wish you all the best uh, for this weekend. It is a big game, and uh, we appreciate you joining us on the Whistleblowers. Good luck, mate. Cool, that's awesome. Thank you very much, guys, and uh, let's go Flames. And in women's local games on the weekend, Brandon? Yeah, there was a midweek fixture with the KSS Jets defeating Tanana 6-0. Doon Villa fell 4-1 to across the waves. And the Fraser Flames, before they head up to Townsville, kept their winning streak alive, winning 9-1 over United Park Eagles. Okay, and in Rugby League, the Bundaberg Rugby League comp, Wallaroos fell to the Waves Tigers in Bundy, going down 34-6. Uh, I think they hung in there for a while, but uh, they just pulled away, didn't they? They did, and the Harvey Bay Seagulls, good on them for getting out and having a go, went down 88-7 to to East Magpies, while West defeated Pass Brothers 14-6. Okay, now Wallaroos play West at Salter Oval this week while the Harvey Bay Seagulls host the Waves Tigers East and Past Brothers play in Bundaberg. Yes, it'll be a good chance for our local people to get out and support. The uh, Seagulls are doing a bit tough. Let's go and show that we're all behind them. Absolutely. The AFL Wide Bay Round 6 matches were playing in Bundy and Harvey Bay with the the Bombers winning 86 to 57 over the Bay Power, so it wasn't all one-way traffic there. No, it wasn't, but they just keep on keeping on the Bombers. Uh, Brothers Bulldogs also accounted for the Waves, which was a bit of an upset, uh, winning 100 to 30, or 15, 10, 100 to 4, 6, 30. And that was an upset, was it? They... It was. Uh, okay. The, uh, the Eagles, Waves were sitting in second spot. Ooh, okay. Now, in the women's comp, Bay Power defeated the Harvey Bay Bombers. I think this might have been an upset, was it? Oh, yes and no, yeah. if you look at this year's form. But last year, the uh, Bay Power girls were in the grand final, so... Okay, three seven twenty five to 2, 4, 16, a win for the Power there, while the Waves, Eagles defeated Brothers Bulldogs. Four six thirty to one two eight. Bay Power hosts Brothers Bulldogs in the men's and women's games this weekend. While the Harvey Bay Bombers and the Wave Eagles have a bye. Yeah, strange, strange the way the AFL competition does it. And oh. I think you'll find next week the two other teams will have a bye then as well. Okay, what else is happening across the region this weekend? Well, we have the Premier League hockey finals to be played in Maribor on Saturday afternoon, the men's and women's, so that'll be a great opportunity to get out and check that out, along with the AFL competitions, the Rugby League, and, of course, the Premier League footy. Okay, thank you, good listener. And uh, Dwayne McInnes, of course, our special guest this week, for tuning into the Whistleblowers podcast. Next week, we will chat again with another guest about all things sport. And a shout-out each week to an athlete or club that does excellent work for the community, Brennan, that often goes perhaps unrecognised. Uh, let's share positivity and community spirit for those who make our community great. Who have you got? Well, I'm going a bit different this week, Blandy. I'm going to give a shout-out to all the local businesses who get behind and support all our clubs and our, our sports people with their vouchers for Man of the Match mm-hmm. and sponsoring because without their support, these kids and these adults don't get to play their sport. No, you're dead right there. Uh, yeah, and it is an important uh, facet of the game. They do have people behind them uh, sponsoring in some form. And it does, and it does bring the business community and the wider community together. Okay, don't forget to keep updated with all your local sporting news. FC Sports Media, that's fcsportsmedia.com.au. It's only $10 per month or just $100 for you, Brendan. Absolutely, Blandy. It's our sport and our community. 
Now that you're up to date, don't forget to add us to your favourites to keep it that way. The Whistleblowers Podcast. 